to the Movie Journey Podcast, where not only do we review and react to all sorts of films from the IMDb Top 250, but we also do the exact same thing for movies that just aren't good enough to make the IMDb Top 250. I am Dean Jeffrey, and as always, I'm joined by my lovely co-host, Mr. Daniel Henderson. How you going, mate? Very well, my friend. Keen for another... Movie that's not as great as those films on the IMDb yes, Top 250. Those flawless films <laughs> with no blemishes at all on that list. Uh, no, we're not doing. We're not continuing the Star Wars saga this week. We actually, we are actually going to a patron requested reaction. Now we do this once a month, where our platinum and diamond level patrons get to pick a movie each, and then all of our patrons get to vote in the poll on which one they would like to see us do. And the winner of this poll was. Scariness. Scariness? With their, yep, with their pick of Tropic Thunder. Should I be worried that this film's going to be scary, Hendo? No, uh, scariness doesn't have anything to do with the movie. What do you mean? Scariness is the patron who picked but the movie. They sound pretty scary. I mean, hard enough. Is it like scariness, one word, or is it like scariness? No, nah, scariness, one word. Maybe they're, they're like very fearful of the Loch Ness Monster. <laughs> maybe, scariness. Maybe, maybe it is the like... The dark version of the Loch Ness that's our patron. Dark. The scariness. What? I'm pretty sure all versions of the Loch Ness monster are evil, aren't they? No, they're not. They're very gentle and friendly. What? Yes. The monster is gentle and friendly. Yeah. Have you not heard of nice monsters? No. Well, you're not living the real life then, Dean. Oh, no. You're being serious because you actually have been to Scotland. Is the Loch Ness monster like a positive thing? Yeah. It's a huge attraction and you get like the little plush dolls of this nice Loch Ness monster. Oh, so it's not like I don't know, the, the Bermuda you. Triangle or no, something. No, it's a very nice thing. Oh, really? Yeah. So people want to get like attacked by the Loch Ness it's monster. It's not going to attack you. It's going to come up and get petted. Wow. <laughs> petted? <laughs> yes. Really? Yes. Okay. All right. So, yes, this is a patron request for this reaction and review here. If you want to join the fun at our Patreon and get the opportunity to pick movies that you want us to do, Head on over to patreon.com slash the movie journey where we also give out our full length reaction and our audio commentary of this movie. However, if you just want to see the reaction of this movie on YouTube, youtube.com slash the movie journey, that's the way to go. Yeah, as always, a big thank you to our many, many loyal patrons. We love you so much. Thanks again for another great month. Indeed. All right, we're going to go and watch Tropic Thunder, do that reaction, and we'll come back with the review of that movie. All right, Dean, we just finished watching Tropic Thunder. Yes, we did, Hendo. Yes, we did indeed. Shall we get to some trivia before we talk about this movie, Dean? Sure. All right, Tropic Thunder, released in 2008, directed by Ben Stiller, with a screenplay by Ethan Cohen, Ben Stiller, and Justin Theroux, who you just saw at the end of the credits there, Dean. And that is the Justin Theroux that you know. <laughs> did you say Ethan Cohen? Yeah. So not Ethan Cohen. Could be Ethan Cohen. Okay. What else has Ben Stiller directed? Did he do Walter Mitty? Did he do... Uh... Did you do the parents' movies? No, that was Jay Roach. Wow, good memory if it's right. Anyway, starring Ben Stiller, Jack Black, Robert Downey Jr., Steve Coogan, Jay Baruchel, Danny McBride, Brandon T. Jackson, Bill Hader, Nick Nolte, and why not throw on a little Matthew McConaughey and Tom Cruise there? Why not? Yeah, cinematography by John Toll, who has two Academy Award wins for Braveheart and mm. Legend of the Fall, as well as another nomination for The Thin Red Line. And he also did another movie we'll be doing down the track, Almost Famous. Wow, nice. I mean, this. There's you know, three really good, good movies credentials there. there. What's the one? Oh, Thin Red Line. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> Have you seen Legends of the Fall? No. Oh, good movie. Music by Theodore Shapiro. Uh, no credits to his name there. I looked at the list of movies and they're very, you know, mediocre films. Hmm. 
Yeah, Stiller actually developed the premise for Tropic Thunder while shooting Empire of the Sun, in which he played a small part. Stiller wanted to make a film based on the actors he knew, who after taking part in boot camps to prepare for war film roles, became self-important and self-involved, and appeared to believe that they had been part of a real military unit. So, who was in Empire of the Sun that he did not like? Was it a very young Christian Bale? (laughs) I mean, you can see him just getting super involved. (laughs) I went to boot camp. (laughs) All right. Co-writer Justin Theroux revealed that the initial script concept was to have actors go to a mock boot camp and return with post-traumatic stress disorder. Thoreau pointed out that since viewers had an increase in awareness of the inner workings of Hollywood Hollywood, due to celebrity websites and Hollywood news sources, the script was easier to write. Dialogue for unscripted portions of the storyboard was developed on set by the actors or was improvised. Hmm. I wonder what the uh, unscripted portions were. Probably all of Tom Cruise's stuff. Yeah, maybe all just the action scenes. Just say what you want. Say what comes to mind. Probably Jack Black. (laughs) Jack Black just just says anything. Just in general. Yeah. Uh Stiller's original plan was to cast Keanu Reeves as Tug Speedman and himself as Rick Peck. Who's Rick Peck? McConaughey. Uh, I mean, casting Keanu Reeves is really a good idea. Yeah, I don't think he could have pulled off this, you know, overconfident, cocky actor guy. And also, like, comedy. Yeah. Is Keanu Reeves funny? Bill and Ted? But that's just a one note, you know, stoner guy. That is a one, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was said that by Jack Black himself that he first declined the role in this movie due to the fact that he would have had to colour his hair blonde. Really? Come on, Jack Black. As if Jack Black would care. Eh. Robert Downey Jr. revealed that he modelled the character on actors Russell Crowe, Colin Farrell, and Daniel Day-Lewis. The initial script was written... (laughs) (laughs) What are you laughing at now? The initial script was written for Downey's character to be Irish, but was altered after Downey said he could improvise better as an Australian. He had previously played an Australian in Natural Born Killers. I have not seen Natural Born Killers. I have not either. Hmm. Oliver Stone, I believe. It is. Downey's practice of remaining in character between takes and even off the film set was also written into the script for his character to perform. Downey required between one and a half to two hours of makeup application. So he was actually just, he was doing the character from the movie mm. in real life during this yeah. movie. Very meta. That's, that's, that's very meta and method right there, Downey. Yeah, he also acknowledged the potential controversy over his role. Good. Yes. At the end of the day, it's always about how well you commit to the character. If I didn't feel it was morally sound or that it would be easily misinterpreted, I would have stayed home co-star brandon t jackson stated it was just good acting it was weird on the set because he would keep going with the character he's a method actor stiller com- commented on danny's portrayal of a white actor playing a black man when people see the movie in the context of the film he's playing a method actor who's gone to great lengths to play a black guy the movie is skewering actors and how they take themselves so seriously it wouldn't get done now oh no way yeah absolutely not so now Cruz was initially set to cameo as Stiller's character agent Rick Peck. Instead, Cruz suggested adding a studio head character, and the idea was incorporated into the script. The role, requ- the role required that Cruz don a fat suit, large prosthetic hands, and a bald cap. It was Cruz's idea to give the character large hands to dance to low. I mean, he wasn't like based off any large studio. Head, I don't think was so. He? No. I don't think so. I mean, I would have seen it in the trivia. Would have come out, surely. Mm. Uh, Stiller intended to keep Cruz's role a secret until the film's release. In addition, Paramount Pictures refused to release promotional pictures of Cruz's character to the media. Good. In November 2007, images of Cruz appeared on Inside Edition, as well as on the internet. Internet. 
Cruz's attorneys threatened a lawsuit if photos showing Cruz in costume were published. They approached various sites that were hosting the image and quickly had it removed. Mm. A rep for Cruz stated, Mr. Cruz's appearance was supposed to be a surprise for his fans. His fans. (laughs) Just his fans. Worldwide. Paparazzi have ruined what should have been a fun discovery for moviegoers. I feel like maybe they're making such a big deal of it, you know? It just made it worse. helped. Yeah. Serving as a last-minute replacement, Tobey Maguire was available to be on set for only two hours to film his scenes in Satan's Alley. What, what is he doing in 2008? Downey seven? said he was amazed Maguire would agree to do the film and felt like they were creating a comic payoff for their scenes together in 2000's Wonder Boys, where Downey's character had a one-night stand with Maguire's character. Hmm. Hmm. Completely forgot about that. Hmm. After Cruz vacated the role of Rick Peck, Owen Wilson was cast to play the part. Ooh. I thought uh, he, he might have been a good. Uh, no, I, th- I think. What's his name? Cock, cock, Speedcock? Cockburn? Cockburn, the director. Cockburn. Yeah. No, I, I think he could have played the Rick Peck character pretty well. Following his suicide attempt. What? Yeah. I didn't know this. Following you did. his suicide we, attempt. We did a whole August Wes Anderson 07, series, Dean. Wilson dropped out of the film and was replaced by Matthew McConaughey. Jesus, is he all right? He's fine now. Is he? We, we, just we've spoken that. about this before. I don't remember. I know you don't. You could, we could have done the Wes Anderson series a month ago and you'd forget about it. Anyway, budget of $92 million and worldwide grossed $195 million. So, I thought it was more successful. Yeah, that, that, that's not, that doesn't really seem like a success. No. They probably would have uh, advertised this a fair bit, I reckon. Uh, in the film, Kirk Lazarus says, I don't drop character till I've done the DVD commentary. When recording the audio commentary for the unrated DVD and Blu-ray, Robert Downey Jr. actually spends the entire commentary in the character that appears on the screen as the movie progresses. Good on you, Danny Jr. I'm sure you stopped after that. As part of a promotional tie-in, the booty sweat energy drink seen in the movie was available for a limited time on Amazon. wonder if they made a sugar-free version for you, Hendo. Tastes like sweat then, would it? Sugar-free sweat? Several disability advocacy groups criticised the Simple Jack subplot. I wonder why. Scenes between Robert Downey Jr. and Stella drew particular scorn for their repeated use of the word retard. Producers took down a Simple Jack website and proposed altering the movie in response to a special early screening for the disability groups in question, but they did not change the film. Okay. Hmm. Okay. According to co-writer Eaton Cohen, the scenes were meant to satirise emotionally exploitative... Exploitative? Exploitative. Exploitative depictions of mentally disabled. According to co-writer Eaton Cohen, the scenes were meant to satirise emotionally exploitative depictions of mentally disabled. Fuck of mental disability. Yes, Dean. According to co-writer Eaton Cohen, the scenes were meant to satirise emotionally exploitative depictions of mental disability in movies such as Rain Man, Forrest Gump, and I Am Sam. As well as the actors who take these roles. I mean, they yeah, they do say it. I mean, they literally yeah. say all that in the yeah. film. All right, but this film got one Academy Award nomination wow. for Best Supporting Actor for Robert Downey Jr. Oscar's so wide. Am which right? he was nominated for with Josh Brolin for Milk, Michael Shannon for Revolutionary Road, Philip Seymour Hoffman in Doubt, and he ultimately lost to Heath Ledger in The Dark Knight. That's a good Good little group there, isn't it? It is. But this got a score of 82% on Rotten Tomatoes from the critics, saying with biting satire, plenty of subversive humour, and an unforgettable turn by Robert Downey Jr., Tropic Thunder is a triumphant late summer comedy. Rotten Tomatoes audience think it's a little bit less with a 70%. Metacritic give it a 71%. Letterboxd give it a 3.5. And IMDb have this at 7.0. Okay. Trivia Dundine. We've just watched Tropic Thunder. What do you think of this film? Uh, It's pretty much where I thought it would be. And where is that? It's a little slow. Okay. Uh, 
But it has legitimate laugh out loud moments regularly mm-hmm. throughout the film, which is pretty rare to be honest. So I actually thought as a comedy, it succeeds pretty well. Okay, what do you think, Hendo? This film's fine. I, I think it it's good. There's, I agree with you. I feel like there's a lot of stuff that kind of drags it. Yeah, it's hmm. yeah. The pacing has issues. But what I like about it is. All the meta-ness about this movie. How you got the fake trailers for all the all the movies at the start, and that's great. By yeah, the way. that was fantastic. That was very funny. The, the different actors and their characters that they're playing, and all the stuff they go through, the different journeys they've had for those different like acting people along the way. Like you know, the big super action hero star who's not being taken seriously, the one who's you know way too over the top, the dumb comedian who. I mean, what? Hang on, what is Jack Black's arc in this? You know, he does not have an arc. He's just, he actually is just the dumb comic character, isn't he? Yeah, he doesn't even yeah. turn off drugs at the end. Yeah. Uh, maybe he does. Mm, no, he does. I'll he gives yeah, it up. All right, all, yeah. right, all right, all right, all right. Maybe that's his, maybe his that, arc. Yeah, that's his arc. What do you think of Robert Downey Jr.? He definitely doesn't deserve the nomination. No, definitely <laughs> not. <laughs> like, seriously? Definitely not. Like, definitely he's five out of- He's fifth on that list like, there. Like, what, what, like, comedy performances are getting Oscar noms? And they pick this one? Yeah. It's, yeah. I mean, he's okay. No, he's, he's good in what he's doing. Yeah. I mean, I think everyone is decent in this movie. I don't think Ben Still is a good actor at all. Is What, in this or just in general? In general. You think he's a little overrated? Yeah. What, sure. about, what about his directing in this movie? I, I don't really know how to judge directing. Okay. What did you think of his directing? I thought it was fine. Give me the pros and cons. The cons? He can't direct himself. Okay. The pros, I think he does a pretty good parody of a war movie here. Okay. I mean, yeah, he's not just directing this. He's yeah. starring, and he's writing, writing it, producing. Yeah. Yeah, he's like, doing a he, lot. This is- This is his baby. This is his baby. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I think I think it's, it's a funny movie. Yeah. There was definitely some laughs, some strong out loud laughs at points, a couple of chuckles along the way. I'm trying to think there wasn't actually that many misses- when they were when they were trying to go for a laugh, I think it's just the bits in between. Yeah, those slow bits where they try and develop characters and stuff like that. It almost is like they want to be in a serious drama as well as being in an utterly ridiculous comedy. Yeah, but the, when they do the drama, it's there's always a hint of ridiculousness with it, mm. and you don't know whether it's supposed to be serious or you're actually supposed to be laughing at what's happening. Like the um, what's it, what do they call him Motown? Yeah. With the Lance stuff, like that was—is that serious? I or mean, is that that's a, 2008. That's a joke. You're a joke, Hendo. How dare you? <laughs> Wrong answer. Yeah, this—I uh, don't know what else to say about this movie. I like it's a—it's a comedy. There were some good laughs. I think I don't it, need to watch it again. No, I don't either. I, it's not one I'm going to be picking out of you know the the lineup when I have a, a bunch of comedies in my mind. I'm going to watch next time. No, I—I I, I think. Oh, I mean, okay. I mean, Tom Cruise, mate. Like, I think. Clearly, Tom Cruise is the standout. Every scene he was in was gold. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's good. Yeah. I, like I, mean, McCon- I like Tom Cruise in general, yeah. so. Do you like McConaughey in this? I, d- I do, yeah. but, <laughs> like, I don't know if that's just because I really like McConaughey now. Yeah. This is probably, like, almost one of his, like, last, like, his, tr- like his, his turnover into more serious roles. What year was True Detective? True Detective 2011. I mean, he's got a few years, I think. Yeah, then. but what else does he do? I think all of his stupid rom-coms are, like, early 2000s. Are they? Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Like, I don't know. Failure to launch, how to lose a guy in 10 days. They're all. They're, they're all. What year was uh, Wolf of Wall Street? Was that the first one? 2013. Oh, wow. So that was after the reconnaissance. Yeah. And then he did Dallas Buyers Club the same, I mean, the same year. Yeah, the same year as yeah. True Detective, wasn't it? I, th- I, thought, I, think, I thought True Detective was 2011. No, nah, because I think True Detective and Dallas Buyers Club was the year where it was. Yeah, he oh, got, yeah, he yeah, got yeah, both. Yeah, like, that was his TV year. and movie. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, look. 
Danny McBride for I mean in general are you a Danny McBride fan? Kind of annoys me in a oh, lot because when he yeah. came up, I thought you were so positive. I was like, oh, I did not realize you're a Danny. I think McBride he's fine fan. in this film, but I think he's fine because he's not in it a lot. Yeah. Any other Danny McBride comedy, I really can't stand the guy. What's his biggest? Is he in anything that isn't a massive Eastbound and Down? That TV show. He's the main guy. Never heard of it. Okay. Yeah, he's the, he's the star of that show. Is it comedy? Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. he, just, he hangs out with bloody... This is the young cast. Yeah, Seth Rogen and all them. Yeah, of course. Yeah. No, I don't really find him funny, but he was okay in this film. What was the funniest part of the movie? Funniest part? Was it when Coogan got blown up? No. No? That was one of the best parts. <laughs> I think it was the funniest. I mean, you laughed your head off when it happened. Did I? Like he did. And his was an explosion. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's when oh, I- picks up the head. That was pretty gross. <laughs> That was pretty gross. I wonder how the theatrical version would have compared to this. Maybe because we're watching the extended, unrated version, it felt like the pacing had issues. Maybe. Yeah, because I think it goes for an extra 15 minutes. That's, the unrated a, that's version. a lot. Yeah. Uh, unrated. So it would have been the more. I mean, wasn't there a. There was a scene where McConaughey was just looking through a book of tits. You think that? Surely. Surely that's. That's an unrated version. I would, I would say like more the guts. Yeah, a bit more, bit more of the violence. Like the literal guts coming out and playing with it. Yeah, even licking the head. I wonder if that was in the regular version. Could have been, maybe. Not sure. Don't know. Yeah, but um, yeah, fine film overall. I, I'm gonna give it uh, three stars. Yeah, I agree with you. Three stars. Yeah. Uh, it's funny, fine. funny comedy. Definitely funny comedy. And thank you very much to Scariness for the pick and you know winning the poll for this one. Good job, Scariness. And that's it for Dune. Thank you very much, Scariness. Next time we are getting to Dune. We're on to Dune now. What? <laughs> oh, please keep that in. And that's it for Dune. Next time oh, we're on to Dune. Dune. <laughs> you dickhead. Okay. Keep it in. Let's go. You idiot. <laughs> I did mean Tropic Thunder, of course. Yes, that is it for Tropic Thunder. Yes, Dune is up next. Uh <laughs> Jesus. Jeez, Dune, pay attention. All right, thank you very much, everyone, for checking out the episode, and we'll see you next time for Dune. Bye. Bye.